Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Josh Brown, and you're listening to the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Josh Brown. Thanks so much for listening, and happy 2019. This year, I just have the sense that this year is going to be incredible for so many of you. In fact, over the last 30 days, I've been spending time both with family and wrapping up all kinds of projects. I ended up having a really big uh, shift in some of our servers at the end of the year, and it cost me a ton of time that I really hadn't planned on spending doing some of the administrative stuff. And so it's unfortunately spilled over into 2019. And here's the deal. Used to, I would get so upset when this would happen because 2019 in January, or basically every year in January, it's a 31-day archery deer season in Arizona, and that's a big passion of mine. So what that means is for 31 days, I'm allowed to go out and hunt at any point. So many times what I would do is I would try to keep Thursdays through Sundays off, but recently I got injured and I've had a bunch of administrative stuff hanging over, but instead of feeling sorry for myself, instead of sitting around and waiting um, for things to get done and catch up and being angry about it, I decided I was going to change my mindset and change my attitude. You've heard me talk about this a lot on the podcast, that if you want to achieve something in life, you have to choose it today. This is what we're talking about. If you want to achieve something, you've got to choose that something now. Here's the thing though, many of us want the end result, but we don't realize in order to get to the end result that we have to start somewhere. We have to start right here, right now, today. So many people that I've worked with through the years on a variety of different subjects and things, there's one element that everybody always wants to do, and that is to lose weight. We always want to do that at the first of the year. I worked at the YMCA. Every year, the gym was full for about three to four weeks, and then it was back to normal. Everyone had left. And when you're trying to lose weight, many people will say, well, I'll start tomorrow, or I'm going to begin next week. And there's times where you have to have the excuse, like too many things are going on. It's a birthday. It's a celebration. You know, some stuff is getting in the way of that. But too many of us look at that as an excuse instead of starting today. So here's what happened. A few years ago, I had a friend and my friend and I were talking about, oh man, we got to lose weight. We got to, you know, get back in shape. And I had been on the path for a bit. And my friend had not done it yet. And he kept talking about, I'm going to, I'm going to, tomorrow I start, tomorrow I start. Well, after five weeks of him saying, I'm going to start next week, we were out to eat and I said, no, you're not. You're going to start right now. And he said, dude, we're at a restaurant. I'm not starting right now. I'm eating a good meal. And I said, no, you are going to drop down right now and do 12 push-ups in front of everybody. Because if you don't feel the embarrassment, then you're not going to go next week and be embarrassed in the gym. You're just going to give it up. You're not going to do it. You're not going to actually persist through because you've been saying this for five straight weeks and you haven't done it yet. And so there he was, 
full of excuses, starting to get mad at me, about to walk out of the restaurant. And finally, he said, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that I can and he gets down and he does six push-ups and he's winded at this point because he hasn't done it in a while. And, I, and he says, he gets up, gets in his chair and he says, there, I did six. And I said, no, I said 12. <laughs> About this point, I thought he was going to attack me across, but he realized what I was doing and he pushed through. He got down, he did seven, took a break, did eight, got back in his chair. <laughs> that was all that he could handle at that point. I said, give it a minute, drink some water. At this point, he's sweating. He's sweating hard. We're at the restaurant. People are looking at him like he's crazy. They're looking at me like, um, dude, do you know this guy? And he gets down and eventually finishes all 12. Then he gets up and says, you know what? I'm not going to wait till Monday to go to the gym. I'm going to go this afternoon. In fact, that's what he ended up doing. We left the restaurant. He spent a couple hours digesting food, I'm sure, because he was just a mess. And then later on that day, he got in the gym and then it set the tone for the rest of his life. He chose that day what he wanted as a result. Now, here's the thing. He didn't get all the physical results yet because that takes time. You have to choose today to take the first step. I talk about this all the time. Take the next step. Take the first step. Leap of faith. These are actual principles that are going to help you accomplish your goals. I've been a part of the Dave Ramsey coaching group for a while. It's a mastermind group where like-minded entrepreneurs and in different industries come together once a month. And then every Friday, they do different seminars and sessions. And it's really fantastic. But one thing that I've learned being a part of this group is that when you're coming together and you're sharing your story, that's all good. But what's better and what they always try to push us at Ramsey Solutions to do is to set your strategic goals, to set goals, measurable goals, things that you know you can accomplish by a certain time frame. Is it Q1, the first three months of the year, the first quarter of the year? Is it, what have you done? Where are you at? Why are you not achieving yet? Those are questions that these people are asking all the time and making sure to hold us accountable in order to reach and build our dreams. You're not going to get places if you don't choose something today that's going to change the trajectory of where you've been going, or maybe it doesn't fully change it. You know, maybe it just aligns it. Maybe it sharpens the edge of it and you're going to move better and faster and quicker and more efficiently in the right direction. Hey, look, I know how it is. 2019, I'm starting it out and I'm ready to roll. I'm hit, you know, just ready to get things done. And I'm stuck in this rut right now of having to get a bunch of administrative stuff done, proposals and uh, videos and content. I'm still trying to create new stuff, still trying to plan and big dreams are always flowing through my mind. And I still want to make sure that I'm setting my company up for success because I have some measurable goals. One of my measurable goals, I want to be in a position to hire my first W-2 employee by the end of quarter one. That's like at this point, that's two and a half months, <laughs> two and a half months. That is a short window of opportunity. And here's the thing. I'm not making a plan B in order to do this. 
In fact, I was talking to, or I was watching a video today on, I believe it was on LinkedIn. And what was really interesting about the video is it, it, it involved Arnold Schwarzenegger and he was talking about his plan B. And he said, never have a plan B. I'm going to paraphrase some other stuff, but it's pretty much direct quotes. Every thought you put into plan B, you're taking away that thought and that energy to plan A. He said, I've never had a plan B. I made a full commitment and no matter what it takes, I would do the work. That is the mantra of a high achiever, a high performer, somebody that is highly successful, even though most people said, hey, you're not going to be successful. Your accent, your intellect isn't going to get you to the places that you really want to go. You might have some luck with your physique, but honestly, your last name, nobody can pronounce it. Going to be super hard to get that out there. And he's been one of the most successful actors and bodybuilders and even as a governor in politics, been highly successful as a business owner, an entrepreneur his entire life, all because he decided I'm not going to have a plan B. I'm always going to have a plan A and plan A achievers are always choosing today to go the right direction. It's going to get them where they want to be tomorrow. This is one of the biggest leadership lessons that you can ever have when you start out a new year. It's really easy to be complacent. It would be really easy for me to ride the coattails of my current clients because we lock in contracts for the year and I know exactly what kind of income is more than likely going to happen for the majority of my year. And I could ride that. I'll, I could just, you know, say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to focus on growing my business. I'm not going to focus on hiring my first W-2 because I've been able to make it so far with 1099s. I'm not going to focus on really going out of my way to help other people that are a part of my company. But instead of having that sort of mentality, what I want to have is a mentality of, look, Things are great in the business. I'm successful. Look, we've just had five, five straight years now, over five years of being in business, and we've done 100K plus in profit every single year. That is huge. That is, the, like, that is a monumental milestone before I ever started a company that just seemed like an elusive dream. And within the first eight months, we hit $100,000 as a company and within that first year of since we started, within 12 months, we had hit more than $100,000 of profit. So when I see that, I recognize super easy, get complacent, life's good. You can do a lot of things with that. However, that's not where my dream lies. My dream doesn't lie in just reaching a point of a vista along the way to the mountaintop and saying, hey, you know what? The view looks really good from here. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm just going to ride this out. Now, look, many of you I know might be in that mode right now. You might be in the mode of saying, you know what? Life is good. I'm complacent, honestly. Uh, I'm, it's not that I don't want success, but I am successful and I don't really want to push myself that much further. 
There's a study not too long ago, and I read about it, and in fact, I've already talked about it on the podcast, of high-achieving CEOs. And CEOs that reach the pinnacle or the milestone that they set and then don't renew or set any more goals, they actually exhibit the same brain symptoms of TBI or traumatic brain injury patients. And people are like, what, what is the deal? Like, why is that? How in the world could they be exhibiting the same symptoms, experiencing the same kind of things that allow or that TBI patients essentially struggle with putting words together, formulating sentences, having clear thought? Um, why in the world could a high powerful CEO ever encounter something like that? And the reason why is once they stopped challenging themselves, their brain literally stopped firing on all the synapses and eventually parts of their brain began to degrade. And when your brain begins to degrade, you show the same symptoms as a TBI patient, somebody who's been maybe had a head injury or had too many concussions in football. And ultimately, that's because they've stopped challenging themselves. They've stopped setting goals that require them to work hard in order to reach and fulfill their next wave of goals or build their next dreams. It is imperative if you want to be successful in life to continue on dreaming. So much is involved in the dreams that we have every single day. Your dreams might be very self-centered and that's even okay. If your dreams are about your family and your lifestyle and how you want to travel or spend time with your kids or what things you want to accomplish or buy, that's totally fine. Those are a part of your dreams. However, what really makes more sense is to set measurable goals. For us and my family, we need a new vehicle. We've needed a vehicle for a while. Our current Sequoia, we drive a Toyota Sequoia. Our current Sequoia has been on its last legs for some time. The back hatch broke. It doesn't open. We're at 252,000 miles. Uh, the, it's got electrical problems. In fact, I had one of the mechanics turn off the electrical motor to the uh, driver's side uh, rear view mirror because it was just spinning and spinning and spinning. You could hear it as you drive. There's some other spinning noise in the back now. Not really sure what's causing that. Our vehicle doesn't lock on all doors. So if you need anything, come in and get it at any point. But the point I'm making here is we need a vehicle. So my priority this year is not, oh, I'm going to set my sight on a $45,000 fully paid in cash vehicle in the first two weeks of the year. That's not realistic. What is realistic is to say, you know what? I know how much we have in our bank account. I know how much the business has profit that I could uh, give a bonus to myself if I needed to. And ultimately, I know what range of vehicle is affordable. And that's the range that I'm going to go after. Now, if I wanted to do a monthly payment, then I would need to say, what's my monthly payment got to be? How much vehicle can I buy to have that monthly payment? If I want to pay cash, how much money do I have set aside that I can pay cash and not break my bank and not be able to hire people into the business? Those are my targets. And now, when do I want to accomplish that? Is this a 30-day thing, a 45, a 60? You know, those are very measurable goals and very tangible items that you're going to purchase 
as a result of the income that you're going to generate. So here comes the next question. In order to reach those goals, what needs to be true in order to reach those? Do I need to pick up some more client work? Do I need to add a project? Well, I've already said, I don't want to do projects always. I want to have monthly retainer relationships with clients because those are the ones that I can serve the best. So what needs to be true? Do I need to hire somebody first to help me get more clients? Do I need to go and talk to people in my network? Do I need to meet with people? Do I need to hang with people? Do I need to go to the next level and then I can afford a vehicle or can I afford it right now and I just need to spend more time doing research on the vehicles that I want and look at them, spend the time, find one, and then go make the purchase. Those are the things going on in my mind around this one big need. Other needs we have, look, I'm going to hire a W-2 this year. I'm going to hire somebody into the business. In fact, I want a whole team of people. I've got big visions and big dreams of how we're going to have a place that's going to be a collaboration environment. That we're going to have a studio for video that's not just a nice, very nice home office with a dining room style table for people to come into my house and help. We want an actual physical location to start building the brand awareness of Soul Heart around the Phoenix area. If I do that, what, what needs to be true? Where is it going to be? Do I want to drive 30 minutes to get there? Do I want it to be really close to my house? What happens if I end up moving? They're supposed to build a like a movie theater um, and a parking lot and a bunch of grocery stores and daycare centers in my backyard, basically. Right now, I get to overlook a golf course and in the fall of 2019, supposedly all of that's going away. So if that's going to happen, what do I need to change today in order that when that becomes a reality, I'm able to then move out and go into the place that I've wanted to? Is it a new house? Is it a new location? When is that going to happen? How long should I prepare for that? Six months? Okay, if that's my target range, then what do I need to do now for the next six months in order to be prepped and ready for if they start tearing the golf course down to make the sell and make the move? These are tangible items that I'm going through to help me set very specific and measurable goals for myself, my life, and ultimately will define what we're doing in our business. Same thing with the business. I've got strategic priorities, not just on hiring a W-2, but what types of clients we're going to go after. How many clients are we going to try to add? Who am I going to network with and talk to in order to grow that business? I see down the road a vision for where I want to be. And so today I'm making the choices that are going to help me get there. I'm making the choices to start doing the things I need to do in order to get there. One of the things I realized a few months ago was I needed a little bit more direction on just the running a business part. I've gotten a lot of knowledge. I'm very good at creating content. I understand how to produce and manage and publish and write and do code and build websites and handle servers and all these different kinds of things. In fact, I think I'm really good at managing people and working with people and building great relationships with staff team and 1099 contractors to catch the vision and heart and mission of Soul Heart. 
But one area that I've been lacking is structuring my business in a way that we can scale in a way that I can hire in more people to help do the day-to-day work. So what did I do? I saw, well, this is what I want to eventually do. I want to have a team. I want to have people. Five years in, I still don't have that. So obviously that's a weak point. And instead of saying, oh man, it's just never going to happen. You know what I did? I decided I'm going to spend the money, even though I don't want to, I'm going to spend the money about $3,000 a year on a monthly, not on $3,000 a month, but total per year, spending a little bit every single month to join a coaching network that's a part of Ramsey Solutions, which is a great and authentic business model group of people and individuals that are high performers, high achievers, and highly successful in everything that they do. And I want to get around people that are better than me so I can learn from them. And it's hard because when I get on these calls, I see people and hear what they're dealing with as far as pressures and struggles and what they're trying to accomplish. And for me, I weed through a lot of things very quickly and I understand what the root of the problem is. And a lot of these people are no smarter than I am and they're generating millions of dollars doing things that are much, much simpler than what I do. And it frustrates me on the one hand for a split second, but then after that, it motivates me because I want to be around more people like that. And I want to have them help push me to the next level of business, of life, of ministry, of leadership, because I have no doubt if I do this, I'm going to be successful. So I can see down the road running a million dollar company and every month I'm meeting with other high achievers to talk about the things that I'm dealing with running a million dollar company. But before I ever get there, I chose to be a part of a coaching network around other people who are millionaires and others who are doing about the same revenue that I do every year. But there, there are millionaires who are multimillionaires, a part of this group, who are helping me think through how to serve people well, how to manage a team well, how to grow and scale my business. The results that I want to see, I've got to choose today the right path to get me there. This is the single point I wanted to make in order to kick off 2019. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully this was valuable. I can't wait to be creating more content in 2019. Like I said, I just have this feeling it's going to be incredible for you, for me, for a lot of people in the digital marketing space, for a lot of people that just tune in and listen to this podcast that might not be in this specific industry, but could be just interested in some of the things that I talk about. If that's you, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for giving me your attention. I'm praying big things over your life this year. I know that there's some great stuff in store. It might not always be an easy road, but I guarantee it's going to be a rewarding road. So thanks again for listening. This is another episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast.